Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network presented by DraftKings. Our two... Last day of November, of course, we're going to kick off week 13, the NFL tonight, then championship weekend, of course, with Oregon and Washington, Pac-12 championship game tomorrow. So plenty to do as we welcome you back. I'm Patrick Maher. Happy holidays. Of course, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, live in Los Angeles. We're going to bring in our buddy who's been grinding NFL, of course, tonight. Nine is the number. Seahawks, Cowboys, 47 and a half. We're going to get into that game and more with Brandon Anderson, the Action Network writer and analyst. We like to run the board with Brandon as well. At Wheaton Brando on Twitter, as we say hi to Brandon. Nice to have you back, Brandon. How are you? Happy holidays. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. It's good to be back. Good to watch a lot of football. Like we're getting to the part now where we get games on Thursdays and Fridays and the Saturday games are about to be back. And I think this is our last big bye week. So you can tell that we're hitting the home stretch here. And you wrote a great article. We were just talking about how prolific Dak Prescott has been. So let's talk about it. And I'm going to let you run with this. He's your fourth betting favorite in the market right now at seven to one to win the MVP. We can talk about the Cowboys big picture as well, but let's start with Dak. You know, he is so polarizing, Brandon. We were talking about, you know, when we used to do uh, talk radio where we'd take calls. When I tell you eight out of 10 callers said Dak was overrated. He never deserved the money. You know, a lot of that comes with being the Cowboys quarterback. It's just wild because his numbers continue to be excellent. Yeah, I mean, everyone has to have an opinion on the quarterback of America's team, right? And the numbers are absurd. And if you look just since the bye week, so they had the bye week in week seven, and coming out of the bye week, there was a clear shift there. If you look at how often that they're passing compared to running, and we know over the years, especially in, in recent years when Kellen Moore was there, Cowboys just want to run, right? That's what Jerry Jones wants to run the football. You know, that's what they had Zeke for. And the, the run game just hasn't been great for them this year. Coming out of the bye week, that was one week after that big loss to the Niners. Yeah, yeah, we know that that loss still counts for all the Dak Prescott hype. Coming out of the bye week, they started passing so much. Just like YOLO, it's Dak time. They're moving CeeDee Lamb around uh, around the field. He's had some huge weeks. Here's some of the numbers Dak's had since the bye week. 
first game out, 304 passing yards, four touchdowns, 374 and a three, 404 and four. Thanksgiving, 331 and four touchdowns, basically a perfect game against Washington. It's averaging 320 yards and 3.4 passing touchdowns a game. If you pace just these five games to a whole season, he's on pace right now for 5,447 passing yards and 58 touchdowns, obviously both of which would be NFL records. So, of course, it doesn't work that way. We just get to pace everything out. The first games count, and there's still more. But I think that we're really uh, largely underrating how good Dak is playing right now. Uh, the schedule coming up, you know, I'm sure you guys have talked about it. It's daunting if you look at some of the teams that are playing, but the pass defenses are not daunting. So I actually think that, that the schedule could play into Dallas's favor. You're going to have, you know, he's had all these times where he doesn't have to do anything in the fourth quarter. They're killing teams. Now he's going to have to. Now he's going to have to play and throw all the way to the end against beatable pass defenses. Seattle is beatable. Dallas is beatable. Some of these teams coming up, or sorry, Philadelphia is beatable. So I think Dak's playing great ball. He was my preseason MVP pick. I had him 25 to one. I doubled down 40 to one. I think in season did not look good after that Niners game. I still think he's the right pick right now. I think he's a good pick for passing yards leader for touchdowns leader. Dak is just balling right now. I think he's the best quarterback in football for the last month or two. Wow, we we got to bring in Mr. Future, Dustin Sweetelson, because I saw a tinge of jealousy when Brandon hit you with the 25 to one and then the rebuy on 40 to one on Dak in the MVP market, because that's your specialty. And I'm not sure you're holding any tickets on Dak MVP wise, nope. big guy. I only have one MVP ticket this year, and it's Lamar Jackson. And it's not even a huge number. It's like 16 to one, 17 to one, something like that. But I think the thing about Brandon going back and hitting a second time is, is a massive lesson for betters because at that point, the number moves. Obviously, he has a better number already in pocket. But when you handicap the market, when you look at the MVP market, all these guys have flaws. All these guys have issues. And when you look at the stats, and remember, the voters who vote on this, for the most part, look at the stats. Dak has all of them covered. Yep. Yeah, I mean, well the, the numbers are all there. And the thing about the schedule is, so it's Seattle, Philly, Buffalo, Miami, Detroit. Like, that's daunting. And look, you got to win games. Quarterback wins, we know, is not a thing, but it is a thing. Dallas is probably going to have to, almost certainly they're going to have to win the Dallas game against Philly a week from now. And they're probably going to have to keep on winning and at least be in the mix for the division and the one seed. They may have to pass Philly to, to get those, to win MVP. So that's why the number is still long here, I think, deservedly so. But honestly, I think Dallas is the better team right now. And the thing about that schedule is it's the Cowboys against all of these great teams against look who the quarterbacks are. Jalen Hurts, MVP favorite. Josh Allen, leader in EPA. Tua Tagovailoa, another MVP favorite. Like he's going to have head-to-head -head MVP battles on TV that all of us are watching. So if he's good, we're all going to see it happen. And every voter is going to see it happen, too. So I think it sets up for the narrative play pretty well, too. Who yeah, concerns you? Like, if I was looking at this market right now with Hurts, Mahomes, and Lamar ahead of him, Tua and Purdy behind him, and even McCaffrey, who do you fear the most with your DAC ticket? Because to me, I think you've got the best ticket. Yeah, I don't know that I fear anyone necessarily, which is not really even being overconfident in the DAC ticket as much as it's, it's just not a great MVP yeah. year. Like, that's why you can dig for it down, you know, down the line with DAC. 
I think Hertz is the obvious fear just in that I don't think he should be really the MVP right now. But if the Eagles go right now that, you know, they have one loss, if they win both these next two games, I think that's it, right? The Eagles are just so far ahead of everyone. He's got the narrative of, oh, well, maybe he would have won last year, if not the injury. So I think that that's the most obvious, easy path in a year where we don't have a clear MVP winner. How about the guy that's leading in touchdowns when you add in the rushing touchdowns and on the one last team that's better than everyone? That's pretty easy, standard MVP choice. So I think that's the default you know, team to fear, guy to fear. My other ticket that I think actually has some value, I got my Niners jersey on right now. Granted, this is my Trey Lance Niners jersey. How about the guy that beat out Trey Lance and took his job? I think Brock Purdy is the other pick down the board still. And uh, San Fran, I think they're going to go in and beat up on Philadelphia this week and take a lot of that shine off the Jalen Hurts uh, MVP ticket. So I think Purdy would be the, the one other guy I'd have my eye on. Our boy Brandon Anderson, Action Network. So you can go check out that Dak article. Today he wrote up Week 13 kickoff Seattle at Dallas. He, he's got a bunch of different ways to attack it, and so many stats to back it up. Now I will say about the jersey, nobody's going to tell Carson Wentz the secrets between us, Brandon. <laughs> but obviously there's some issues. Okay, last week, last time Brandon was on, he was rocking Wentz, and now he's quit on his boy from North Dakota. Let's go straight into tonight. I I always like to start when we're doing a show with the dog and try to find reasons to bet a dog like Seattle catching a number like they are tonight. But I got to be honest, this is a freaking nightmare matchup. Like if there's one (laughs) thing you want to try to do against Dallas to keep them honest is run the football. No Kenneth Walker. That obviously hurts Gino under pressure. That hurts. This just looks like from the outside, looking in a horrible matchup for the Seahawks convince me. Otherwise, Brandon. I, I don't know that I want to convince you otherwise. <laughs> I, I'm with you in lockstep on that one. I think this is a terrible spot for Seattle. Uh, I had picked Seattle two weeks ago. So right before the Thanksgiving game, Seattle was plus 340 to miss the playoffs, which was a terrible number, not just because I think Seattle is a lock to miss the playoffs. Like you might make the playoffs at eight and nine in the NFC, but Seattle had the San Fran Dallas, San Fran, Philly stretch coming up where they're going to lose probably all four, at least three of them. So you can just come back on the other side of the ticket, if nothing else after that. And this matchup was part of the logic. It's just not a good matchup. Seattle, like you said, they can't run the ball here. Their offensive line, I did see Abe Lucas finally is coming off the IR. So I don't know if that means that he'll play tonight, but their pass, uh, their pass blocking has not been great. Guess what? Micah Parsons and the number one pass rush. And then Geno Smith turns into a pumpkin every time he gets pressured. Can't complete passes on third down. Can't complete passes in the red zone. Dallas has been better at home. I don't I don't know that I want to lay the points here for Dallas, but it's definitely a Dallas or pass situation. Like in my article, as you guys know, I, I make picks on each side. And here's our little secret. My pick for Seattle in this game is Colby Parkinson. Their second or maybe third tight end to score a touchdown <laughs> 14 to 1. That is, just to be clear, not a confidence that Colby Parkinson is a stun going to catch a touchdown. If I'm taking a 14 to 1 as my best bet for Seattle, you better believe I can't find any reason to back Seattle any other way than just throwing a long shot out there. Yo, big guy, he went deep into his bag right hey, there. Look, I like they're so Dallas allows they're tied for, uh, for I think second or third in the league, the most tight end touchdowns. So I thought about because you can get. Anytime touchdown on Parkinson, six to one on Fant, 
and nine to one on Disley, just betting all three of them. And if one of them hits, you're up for the day. But God, you're you're reaching deep for those, man. Yeah, I mean the, the, that stat you just had. That's why I went for the tight end here. One, the reason I took Parkinson and not Fant. So Fant's snap count is up, but he only has one red zone target all season. Yeah. Parkinson has five. He only has 20 targets all year, but five are in the red zone. And I think it makes sense if you're Seattle, you play extra tight ends to try to help with all the blocking and then maybe just pop one out for that, you know, the play action, the two yard touchdown to the tight end that we've seen so many times. So if I'm Dallas, I think I like first half under the, the, the seven minus six and a half, get my money, get out of there but I don't want anything to do with Seattle here. Seattle, five of their last seven losses are by 14 or more. Brandon gets two segments. That's just the rule here on Sharp Money. And you mentioned, yes, Dallas has been, quote, pretty good at home this year. They're outscored their opponents 205 to 60 at AT AT&T. They've won 13 straight. They're winning by an average of 29 points. They score 40 or more at home. This is a historic home run by the Cowboys. We're back. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, of course, check out Cricket. You can switch to Cricket today and get a free Samsung Galaxy A14 5G, which is a great phone. After all, you've been good this year, and they, Cricket, think you really, really deserve it. Smile, you're on Cricket. Smile. You're on VSIN. This is Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. I'm Patrick Maher, Dustin Sweetelson. So a little known fact about me and the big guy who have been working together for a long time. We really value work ethic. It's something that uh, I think if we're surrounded by a lack of work ethic, we can get a little ornery. I think you would agree with that, Dustin Sweetelson. 
And that's one of the reasons we love bringing Brandon Anderson on from the Action Network, because we were joking with him during the break. And I just asked him randomly, like, are you an A-type personality? And again, if you've read his write-ups, you can understand, you can kind of feel how much research goes into it. And Brandon's answer was, if I'm handing out a prop, I literally spend a week researching the prop. I'm not going to give out a pick and have somebody bet it if it's not thoroughly researched. So that is, I wrote this down when you were talking during the break, because uh, this is something that you take very seriously. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like Our job is to do the work and give out picks. And I feel like any pick that's coming out of my mouth, any pick that's being written on my Twitter or, or in my article, I'm assuming people are going to bet their hard-earned money on that. So that's as much as I'm betting it myself. We better make it count. So I'm going to put the work in and, and make sure we get as many winners as we can. Wonderful. Well, we just so you know, we do appreciate it. We read it. Again, you can check out Brandon Action. Okay, so... If we can, just before we get off tonight's matchup, Seattle, of course, nine. You can find anywhere between eight and a half and nine and a half in the market, to be fair. Um, are you attacking outside of the prop? Are you attacking this game any differently? Yeah, Dallas, the first half, minus six and a half, I think is my best bet on the game. Just get the money and get out of there. I do think there's some kind of look ahead potential for for the Cowboys with that big Eagles game next week. Um, and I do think maybe Geno can come through the back door. So I'd rather just trust them to take care of business early. I think it's a good teaser spot too, especially if you're still having eight and a half out there. Obviously it's a good long teaser. You get below the seven and the three. So that's a good way to start your, your weekend slate out with the teaser. I just think Cowboys take care of business here. Okay. We, you know what we like to do when you come on, not necessarily run the whole board, but let's attack some of these games coming up week 13. And we're not quite at week, you know, week 13, we're not at that point where towards the end of the year, it's like a landmine betting the NFL because you're starting to handicap motivation, which gets very difficult, as you know, Brandon. Like Handicapping motivation yeah. in any sport is so nebulous, and it makes for a handicapper an uncertain experience, I guess is the way I'd put it. So let's just have a little fun with it. I know there's a few games. I just want to take a look to make sure I'm not hitting on one of the few games that you sent over that you want to try to avoid. Okay, I got them, and I'm ready to go. Let's start with 455, Atlanta at the Jets, because there's so much to this, right? Right now, Atlanta's laying two, sitting one in their division, and they're at the Jets. The reason we heard about Rodgers is because Rodgers is letting everybody know, based on how the Jets perform over the next few weeks, that will then let you know whether or not you see me. So there's still plenty to play for, for both the Falcons and the Jets here. Yeah, and I think people are starting to write off the Jets a little too early. Like, it's it's too easy to just dump on Tim Boyle and dump on the, you know, the Hail Mary, delightful Black Friday gift that we all got in that one. I don't know how we're making Desmond Ritter a road favorite against this Jets defense. I don't get it. I wish this was still at three. Jets plus three was maybe my favorite side of the week. So I grabbed that one early. I still like it below the three. Obviously, I like the key number. But Atlanta has five wins this season. They got wins by one, two, and three. So every half a point is going to matter here because you get a Jets plus two and a half. Happy. The Falcons go on the road and win here. They might only win by a point or two because what's the total now? 34 on this game. Like every field goal is a huge win for either side. And I just feel like the Jets defense 
is going to continue to give them chances. We saw that in the Black Friday game. They, they failed them. They get a pick six. You missed the extra point. Get an interception. They throw a 99-yard pick six on the next play. But I, I just think the Jets are as good as the Falcons, really. And I'm not going to give up, you know, it, basically at, at plus two, what are we saying on a neutral that the Falcons are four or five points better than the Jets? When the Jets have the one elite unit, the defense, I, I don't see that. That's a great point. Now, let's go to 467, and that's San Francisco at Philly. And Dustin, just as a reminder, we had Fezikon, who's sitting second in Circa Millions, professional handicapper on Monday. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Dustin, at the time he said, bet San Francisco laying a point and a half two right now, because this is going to three. And we always like to reinforce that key number being three NFL and frankly, college betting as well. Probability wise, that's where a game's going to land most of the time. This is all the way up the three. So you've lost your number. If you're betting the 49ers here, Brandon, I don't know which way you're going, but that's where it's at. 49ers at Philly lane three. Yeah. I mean, what, what a game we have here. The best team in the NFL and the Eagles are playing in this game too, right? This is a great game we get to watch. <laughs> this was my hot read. I do the hot read every Sunday night. As soon as the lines come out, I got this at minus 110 on the money line. There was a book out there just laying a coin flip odds and I just think the Niners, this is a matchup that I love for them. I've been waiting for this all season. Ironically, early in the year, I was uh, I was looking at the Niners thing. And man, these guys are steamrolling everyone. Who can stand in front of this train back before they had the three-game uh, losing streak? And I saw this game on the schedule. I was like, oh, maybe Philly. Looked in the matchup already then. I was like, oh, no. Oh, this is a terrible matchup for Philly. Because like, what's the whole thing that the Niners do? They win the middle of the field both sides of the ball. Shanahan gets the middle of the field offensively better than anyone. They're going to have two backs out there. The Eagles have not been good against that. Eagles linebackers are the spot where you want to attack them. And now Zach Cunningham is not practicing as well. Fletcher Cox might be out again, up the middle. Eagles are dead last DVOA against tight end over the middle. I think George Kittle can have a big game here. And that pass defense in the Philly is clearly the weak spot in this game. So I think the Niners are going to pass on this team. I think they're going to score plenty. And on the other side, we just kind of assume the Eagles are good at running the ball because that's their identity, what they've been. But it hasn't been as good as it, as it was last year. And again, what's the, way, the spot where the Niners' defense is great? Up the middle. Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw. Like, those are the guys. They're going to flow. They're going to be able to contain, I think, Hurts in the run game some. Uh, Lane Johnson still banged up on the right side. I just think that this is a matchup that tilts heavily – uh, matchup wise in the Niners direction. I wish he was under three. I think there's still some two and a halfs out there, but to me, this is the game the Niners waited all season for, right? We didn't get, they didn't get their chance last year. Like everybody broke their arms and shoulders and throwing arms in the NFC championship. And uh, by the way, you mentioned that my Niners Jersey, I'm not cheating on my guy, Carson Wentz, Trey Lance, North Dakota state too. I just have terrible North Dakota state quarterback. <laughs> That's what I got. So that's why I got the jersey on. Niners, I think they don't just win. I think they expose the Eagles. I'm going to play alt lines on this. I think the Niners roll here. Awesome. Great breakdown. Now, let's go back to Sunday, Kansas City, Green Bay, because this is where you have to be careful as a better because we're so reactionary, and so is the market. And we just saw Green Bay by far coming off their – and everybody saw it because everybody was eating stuffing and watching it together as a family, right? (laughs) They saw Trey Lance performing wonderfully. Correct me, but this number, Chiefs at Green Bay open seven, and it's been bet down, right? 
Correct. Yeah. And I was eyeing it at seven, but obviously we're off the key number now. So we lose a little bit there. I think if I'm going any direction here and I'm pretty light on this game, but I like the Packers team total over 17 and a half. They've gone over that four straight games. They've had at least 17, all but two games this year. I think the big takeaway of Thanksgiving is Jordan Love. And I wrote Jordan Love off a little bit like a month ago. I was like, ah, I didn't evaluate him well coming out of college. All the stuff was there, the inaccuracy, the slow reads. That's changed. He looks good out there. He looks like a real quarterback. He's not Patrick Mahomes. Let's not pretend. But like the Packers are playing better because Jordan Love is playing well. Last five weeks, the Chiefs offense is 16th in DVOA. They're just league average. The Packers are top 12 offense and defense that stretch. So I just, the number seems too high. I don't know if I trust it because it does feel like we're playing, buying high on the Packers. But I do think they're going to score here. 17, 18 points is not too big of an ass. So I like the team total over. You you keep grinding. Now, be easy on yourself. Remember, <laughs> perfection is not attainable. Okay? So when you're putting together your write-ups for these games, you, you be easy. But we're always going to read your work and continue to have you on the show. Brandon Anderson, Action Network. Give me the what's, – what's the Twitter handle? Give it to me, Brandon. At Wheaton Brando. I uh, went to Wheaton College here in Chicagoland. So as I still got Wheaton in my name. Can I give you, can I throw out three props for listeners too? Can I hit please. you on the way out? Three yes, over. Please. Najee Harris rushing yards over 45 and a half. It's up to like 50-ish that he gets over in a win. Adam Thielen over five and a half catches. Michael Pittman over six and a half catches. I think those lines are both a full catch too low. Those are my three favorite props of the week. Begging to give props on the way out. That's exactly what we're looking for. Brandon, thank you. Talk to you next time. Josh Applebaum is next. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN, the sports betting network. Oh, let me tell you about something that I love Omaha Steaks. The holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site wide. Plus, when you use the promo code VSIN, VSIN at checkout, you get an additional 30% off your order. Wow, it's a great deal. Send tender, juicy, butcher cut filet mignons, mouth watering burgers, gourmet. Yep, Jumbo Franks are even easy to prepare meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks, it's a gift from the heart and a gift that will be remembered every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, Josh, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage 50% off site-wide plus 30% off when you use VEASAN as the code minimum order required. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Sharp money. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, the big guy, Dustin Swedelson. I'm Patrick Maher, and we bring in, you know what? I'm going to say it, close friend and, of course, colleague here at VSIN. You can check out the podcast as you should Josh Applebaum, Market Insights, and Morning Bets every single day at Josh underscore insights. But here's the important part to start the program. I get asked by new betters, and it's just the new betters absolutely flooding the space. That's why DraftKings and VEASAN, we welcome you, but flooding the space every single day. And people ask me all the time, I want resources. I want to sit down hard. Give me something to look at. Well, this year, how about you order, go to Amazon right now, the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, 
That's all you're going to need for new bettors for the holidays. The Everything Guide to Sports Betting, the author joins us now. His name is Joshua Applebaum. What's cracking? Patrick, you get better and better. Every time you introduce me, you That's just right. get better and better, my man. So I appreciate you. I, th- I thank, thank you so you. much. And uh, yeah, what's funny is when I wrote the book back in the day, it was 2018, right, right when PASPA was getting overturned. Now we're up to 37 states or more legalization. So still waiting on California. I'm going to have you uh, picketing all the uh, the casinos out there, Patrick, so that we can get the tribes and you know the powers that be to come to some kind of agreement here to get Cali legalized. But then we got to get Texas. We got to get Florida. Uh, but it's always great with legalization. More people are able to bet. And maybe they'll stumble on the everything guide to sports betting. And they'll learn not to bet parlays too much, Patrick. So, Josh, uh, I, I could use your help with your book. Now, I'm going to buy it, and then I need you to do me a favor. Can you then sign it for me? That way, hey. if I get a young lady to come to my house, I can place the book in, like, a prominent location and be like, look, hey. I'm such a big deal. I know authors, and they sign their books to me. Would you be willing to do that? Because I think it would help me in the lady department. Dustin, number one, you don't need any help in the lady department. Number oh, two, absolutely, true. my man. I'll do anything you need, brother. I'll I'll, I'll uh, record you a video. I'll give you a shout out on Twitter. Dustin, you're my guy. Uh, I learned at the very beginning when Patrick was like, oh, my buddy Dustin used to work with him. I think it was uh, in one of your previous stations, Patrick. I said, this guy's a good guy. Dustin, I've only come to like you more and more over time. And I love when you were talking to Fezzik the other day, and he's like, the Dumbos keep winning all these prop bets. And you're like, Hey, I'm a Dumbo, but I cash. I love that that angle you did there. Right there. All right, well, he we did. just we just added to Josh's title. He's a host, he's a writer, he's a betting analyst, and he's also a wingman. Yeah, oh yeah, a wingman. Always, man. Hey, speak speaking of wingman, so Golden Bachelor tonight, Jerry, who's bought out CVS of all the prophylactics in the in the area. You know what I'm saying? Jerry in the Hollywood and the honeymoon suite is getting it in now. Can we get a number on the favorite to win Jerry's heart tonight? So I'm searching around, Patrick. You might be able to find a number on a offshore, which you don't like to consider. We don't like to talk about those. You might have to do some digging at a local. Uh, But I would say this is going to be a banger tonight, Patrick. We're down to the final two ladies. (laughs) It's very difficult. This is what a nice guy uh, the bachelor is. He's like crying his eyes out by having to reject someone versus having to, you know, find the love of your life here. So I can't wait to watch this tonight. You know, forget about uh, Thursday night football, college hoops. We got golden bachelor finale, my man. So uh, stay, stay plugged into that TV This is going to be a banger tonight. I asked Josh about golden bachelor because he and Elise watch it on Thursdays after co-ed softball. (laughs) The only thing I will say about the concept of golden bachelor is it really is a lot of pressure because it's probably going to be the last love. No, you understand? No, I mean, let's just no, talk about facts. No. Jerry's in his 70s. No, no, because, like, I hate to be this guy, but what if she dies, like, a year in? Then you can go okay, to the other one. Okay, you know what? We can't be killing people off on, on during the holidays. I'm not. God is doing it. God did nothing. <laughs> he did nothing. She did nothing. Whatever. Oh, I just looked up Leslie. The fi- Leslie's my winner. Leslie? She might be a, she Josh, might be you have thoughts on Leslie favorite. tonight? Leslie's got a lot of uh, things in her favor here. Number one, she's a little bit more youthful than the others. And by youthful, I mean she's like 62. Some of these are like 70, 74. So she's got a lot of spunk to her. And anytime you see uh, Jerry, he's got a twinkle in his eye when he sees Leslie. And there's something hard you can't really pinpoint here. But, Patrick, it's, you know, at this point, older in your life, do you go for the looks or do you go for the connection? I think the connection is more important. But I would say Leslie, not bad at her age. And she's a minus 120 favorite for tonight. 
I'm looking for two things, Josh, at this point <laughs> in my life. And I'm not much younger than Jerry. I'm I'm 45 years old, you but are I'm looking old. for two th- I'm looking for thank you. I'm looking for two things. One, spirit, a spiritual connection. Two, padunkadunk. You understand what I'm saying, Josh? I know exactly what you're saying, Patrick, but I, I can't be giving you more insight into that. I got, I'll leave, we'll leave that on the off-air show. <laughs> I love saying things just to get a reaction out of Applebaum. I'm just looking for someone to back it up, Josh. Anyway, let's continue. Aren't we all, Patrick? Aren't we all? Yes, 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 we are. <laughs> 49ers, Eagles. Okay, so I got to settle down now. Uh, looking for reasons, I would think if anybody's going to take a dog here, it's you. It's just a terrible matchup for the Seahawks. Yeah, so look at this one, Seattle, Dallas, uh, Patrick. You know, you can entice me by saying Seattle's super contrarian. They're only getting 20% of bets. You have an inflated line here. You're getting more points off the opener, but... I can't do it on Seattle tonight. You know, you look at the way this line has moved. It opened Dallas minus seven. It's now up to Dallas minus nine and a half. I mean, this morning, Dallas was minus nine. So you kind of saw this on Thanksgiving where there's a lot of late steam on the Cowboys when they're playing the commanders. They end up blowing out the commanders right now. 77% of bets, 82% of money is on Dallas. And you're seeing this late movement in their direction. My question will be, you know, is there a point of resistance? Does it get back down to nine? Does it get up to 10? If it gets up to 10 and juice wise, that's maybe the way we're trending right now. That's further indication of maybe Dallas big, uh, big lead tonight. As I like to say also favorites, Patrick, it's been such a chalky year, 93 and 82 ATS, 53%. You look at home favorites who made the playoffs last year, 36 and 22 ATS, 62% and home favorites that are laying seven or more. They're 64% ATS. So there's a lot of indicators here for Dallas. But I try to be true to my contrarian roots, Patrick. I can't take a team getting 80% of bets after the number has moved two and a half points. So my angle tonight, I'm going to take the under, under 47 and a half. This is wash, rinse, repeat, death taxes, primetime unders, whatever cliche you want to use. Now, this isn't like the sharpest under in the world. To me, it's a value play and it's a betting system play because the total actually opened 45 and a half. It's been bet up to 47 and a half. So there definitely was some over money that came in. But at this point, if you're playing the over, you're getting the worst of the number. To me, it just gives you a couple extra points here to take that primetime under trend. Remember, primetime unders, they're now 29-9, and 76% overall. Uh, they've been winning basically every three out of four primetime games they're cashing. Seattle's 28th in terms of pace of play. They're pretty slow. Uh, and then also when the total is 47 or more, those higher-end totals, the under is 61%. Uh, unders in general this year are 59%. So I'll go under 47 and a half. And I got a prop bet for you guys. Uh, I've been doing the DraftKings show all year on the weekends, and they've been getting me more and more into prop bets. I'm starting to see why people love betting props so much. I was typically a conventional better here. But one prop that caught my eye, Michael Gallup tonight. Michael Gallup over. I actually got 15 and a half over receiving yards earlier today. It's been steamed up to 17 and a half. I still like it, even though it's moved a little bit. But Gallup has gone over this number in seven of his last nine games. Seattle is giving up uh, their 22nd, actually, in pass defense here. So, Gallup over 17 and a half, and I'll go under 47 and a half for the game. Beautiful. You know, all kidding aside, do you think you're eventually going to have to, not that you didn't touch on props in the everything guide to sports betting, but just go extensively into it? Because it does, that alternative market is really where, you know, most new bettors are jumping into. Yeah, it's a great point by you, Patrick, because, yeah, I focus so much of my attention on trying to be the best spread money line total better I can be. A lot of my data comes from there. So really one thing that I always would think about is, you know, I don't get percentage of bets and dollars in every prop bet over or under. It's hard to track. The books don't always report that. 
So I was mostly just the regular game bets, but props, like for instance, Cole Komet, Chicago, that was a play I targeted on Monday. Kind of the angle that I look at, Patrick, is one, what are the juiced up props? Not your Mahomes, your big name players, but your you know secondary players. If they're juiced up minus 120, minus 130, a lot of betters would say, hey, I don't want to pay that juice. To me, I like that. It tells me the books are leaning in that direction. And then if you can get a matchup of, hey, this you know tight end's gone you know over that number in six of his last eight, this opposing team is bad defensively against tight ends. It's really trying to piece together a puzzle. And if you feel like you have an edge, you fire away. So I'm um, getting more into props, guys. I might be giving you a prop every Thursday from now on. Beautiful. And Josh, you got a basketball play? Here's what I'm going to do. Every, I'm going to encourage everybody to go take a listen to the podcast today, Josh's Ooh. podcast over at vsin.com to check out Market Insights or, of course, Morning Bets to check out the college basketball play. Everything Guide to Sports Betting as well. Tell Elise we said what's up. Enjoy The Bachelor tonight, Josh. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Have a great night. Patrick, you're the man. You're the man. We're coming back with some NBA props, by the way. Sharp money. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money and DraftKings, a great partnership as we are presented by DraftKings here on VSIN. Bet $5, get $150 in bonus bets instantly, and you can use our promo code SHARP. S-H-A-R-P. Why not tonight? If you're thinking about getting involved, download the DraftKings app and take a look at Seattle at Dallas tonight. Have some fun. Bet five bucks on anything. Get 150 bucks in bonus bets. Plus, every day at DraftKings, a no-sweat same-game parlay for everyone. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Even Dustin Sweetelson, as we welcome you back here on Sharp Money. I'm Patrick Maher, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. Hanging out at the D-Bar Canada. I'm sweating some Europa League right now. I know it doesn't matter to you, Mr. Goulet. This is for you. I do need a goal from the Rangers who are playing Aris Lamassol. Of course, you know the two. Villarreal needs to hold on against Panthankios, which is Greek. 
I don't know much about Greece except Aristotle. You know what I'm saying, big guy? Uh, also, an ex-girlfriend was Greece. Uh, she was from Greece, and she's scary. Um, also, Liverpool, a second half play against Lask. We just need them to hold on. I don't know if any of that matters to you, but that's where we're at right now, Europa. You said the Rangers, so I thought you were talking about a hockey or baseball game. Well, obviously not baseball. It could have been a hockey game. They were playing games during the day like a week ago. And then Villarreal, all I kept thinking about is Oscar Villarreal, so I started Googling him, former uh, baseball player. Okay. Thank you, Donk. You're welcome. Uh, let's get let's <laughs> yeah. Thank you, big guy. Let's get to <laughs> let's get to some um, prop plays tonight in the NBA. I've been getting now again. I'm a liar because I said I was into the in season tournament, but I don't really know what's happening. I just know I love the courts. I know I'm crazy. I'm a contrarian, and I can tell the difference. And you know, here's what I can say: like if you're looking to bet, you're just looking to bet on the square. You're looking to bet evenly. And what do I mean by that? Effort, 100% from both teams. Intention, 100% from both teams. Like substitution patterns and everything. You want it all to be on the up and up. You want it to be above board. That's what we're getting with the tournament. Like, I don't know how else to say it, but it's just been a different product in the NBA, and that makes for an easier bet, an easier handicap for people like us. Now, I was getting into it. Like last night, I'll give you an example. And I've got two props. I think you have three props. We've got nine NBA games today. Last night, I was getting into it. Clippers at the Kings. It was an even, I think it went off even money. I had the Clippers, a 131-117 winner. Also, Rockets at the Nugs, 134-124. The Rockets, 13-6, and six, your best team in basketball. And that brings us all the way back to the Lakers beating the Pistons. The P- Pistons have now lost 15 straight. Just a disastrous organization. Please, Troy Weaver, get the hell out of my franchise. I don't expect you to know who Troy Weaver is. He's the general manager. He gone. Leave. Please. This roster construct is disastrous. And tonight, they're taking on your Knicks. And what do you think the Knicks are laying? Go ahead. Give me the number. Uh, Go ahead. Ten and a half. No, it's 14 and a half. It's right now 14 and a half. And I'll tell you something. On a back-to-back, too. This is something you're going to probably disagree with. The Knicks are good. Mm. They're 10 and 7. I've been betting a lot of Knicks props, and I'm going to bet two more tonight. So, again, you're always hunting for these opportunities. And I think betting Knicks, specifically the guard I'll start with, and that's Jalen Brunson. Like, there isn't a team. This is an awesome matchup. I've got Jalen Brunson over 23 and a half this morning. You got It's now 24 and a half. I'm okay at 24 and a half as well. It's an awesome matchup against the Pistons who give up the most points. We talk about it incessantly in the league to the position of point guard. And again, what I look for, this is another tip for betters. I like to come back on props that don't cash for the individual player the game before because the market gets hurt. It hurts them the other way. So I'll give you an example. Last time out, Jalen Brunson against Charlotte scored 12 points. That's going to bring his number for tonight down because the market's reactionary. So setting at 23 and a half, do you know what he did in the seven games before the Charlotte game? 35, 24, 25, 32, 32, 24, 26. What am I telling you? In seven straight, he's cleared this number. But the 12 against Charlotte hurts him in the market. He's going up against a defense that doesn't stop guards. He has cleared this number in seven of eight. 23 and a half, of course, obviously better, but I still would bet it up to 24 and a half. Jalen Brunson over 
big guy. Well, and I think to your to your handicap, the reason he didn't go over against the Hornets, I know he played 34 minutes, but they were blowing the Hornets out. Charlotte couldn't get buckets. It was their first game without ball in the lineup. He's going to miss an extended amount of time. So when you look back at did he go under his prop that day? Yeah, he did. But circumstances kind of prevented it from happening. Now you have a bounce back spot. I also love this. When, whenever you're betting these player props, it's not just what your guy and what their lineup is doing. It's also what you're facing. And when you're facing a young backcourt, young guards tend to not be great defenders. You have Jalen Brunson at home in the garden. I think it's a smart play by you. Let's go back to the point and hope and just let me know if you understood it because if you understood it, then people are going to understand. Because I'm dumb, I know. If he if he drops a, a 32 on Charlotte, if the opener tonight is yes. closer to 25, 100%. 24 and a half, 25, and then the market drives it up a little bit, you're not going to get a 23 and a half if he had dropped 32 against Charlotte. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And okay. And you're also going to have a Pistons team a little bit tired off that back to back. Plus, they're not great defenders already. I, I think it's a great they, they, angle. They're a disaster. It's a great they're, angle. They just set their franchise record for 15 straight losses. You're up. Your prop tonight. All right. First prop for me tonight is we're going to look at Golden State without Chris Paul. Now, we don't have any any uh, previous games to look at because the first one he's missing. But there were three games this year where CP3 played less than 25 minutes. Draymond Green was in two of those three games. In those games, he went for for rebounds and assists, nine and eight, nine and seven. His total is set at 14 and a half. In those two games with CP3 involved for part of the game, he still went over that. We're gonna get zero Chris Paul. Uh, Wiggins also was just declared out today. I think that puts Draymond in an interesting role for mm. Golden State against the Clippers on the road, where or at home, where he will be facilitating more for Steph and Clay to get open looks and threes. So over 14 and a half, it's at and uh, point rebounds and assists, not points, rebounds and assists, plus a dollar ten right now. I think it's a smart play. Also, Wiggins out, he's good at creating his own shots. Right, that would have been, I would have been nervous betting Draymond with someone who can create his own shot like that. The other two, Steph and Clay, I think they need to get the ball into Draymond's hands more. Uh, and also, Golden State's low on guards overall with Gary Payton the second out. Love it. Love it. And, and so, we, a teaching moment now onto another teaching moment. You were on the phone this morning talking about when you're attacking props, the injury reporting is, is very paramount. Yeah, I'm look, I'm not an analytics person. It's not and I don't believe I'll ever get there. And it's not because I don't find value in them. It's that my brain isn't smart enough to process that stuff. Like I don't No, it's just different. You, yeah, it's not I, smart. It's yeah. not whether or not you're smart or not. It's yeah, different. It's just not what I see. So I pretty much just attack props from an injury standpoint. Someone's out, who benefits from them being out? And this goes to my second prop here, Patrick, because uh, this indirectly a player being out indirectly impacts this guy. We're going to go Nas Reed over five and a half rebounds. Anthony, hey. Anthony Edwards is out for Minnesota tonight. Uh, Nas Reed's a center. Anthony Edwards is a guard. How does he benefit? Well, I see it as Carl Anthony Towns taking on Utah is going to have to take on more of an offensive role. Reed comes in with that second unit, but there are crossover moments when they're both on the floor. I think because Cat's going to have to score more without Edwards playing, that leaves more opportunities for Reed to crash the glass and be the main guy going after rebounds. Also, when you look on the other side, Utah's front court can't rebound. They have John Collins like playing a, a sort of modified center right Your now. Boy. Laurie Markinen's out of the lineup. Uh, Olenek is questioned. 
questionable tonight. Walker Kessler comes off the bench. He's the only guy who can rebound. But I think there's opportunities for Reed to go over, over five and a half very easily tonight. Okay. Love it. Two plays that I love. Actually, I saved my favorite play for later. So I have one more prop that's still sitting on the same number. So don't worry. I don't think you're going to lose it here. We'll get to that coming up in just a bit. And I actually think you have one more as well, correct? I do. I have one more. <laughs> That's what I said, dum dum. I know, I, I didn't, um, I, but I didn't know if you were know. trying to get me to spit it out now. Or no, save I know, it for later I know what you were doing. You were looking at the clock. I get it. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm literally watching a like on my soccer site that I follow my bets. They they actually do a drawing of what's happening in the action right now. So while you're giving out your last prop, I'm watching Rangers, Arias, Lamisol. I'm watching squiggly lines oh, go across that, a soccer pitch. That's a great point you just brought up here. I want to add to this. Uh, when I bet these NBA props, it's actually better if I don't watch the games and I just pull up the ESPN box score and periodically refresh and check in throughout the game. That doesn't make any sense. I can't don't handle you know if you watch sometimes. the game, you can control the game. <laughs> don't you? Yeah. And by the way, missing. Have you heard a good breakdown lately on Twitter about do theory? <laughs> What's cracking? What's up? Come on, Rangers. And no, it's not the soccer team. It's the Scottish football team. We need one more and extras. It's not happening. Brennan White, U.S. team lead. Straight from the DraftKings trading floor next. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. 